Welcome back to Footsteps in the Attic, the podcast dedicated to all things strange and paranormal. And right off the bat, I want to thank Anita Intenzo for having me in her home last week to do a fascinating interview about living in a very haunted house. And she has just incredible stories to share. And for those of you who heard the episode, I've been getting some amazing feedback and I have exciting news that I will be returning to her house in the future to do further interviews because honestly we just scratched the surface with her house but um interesting little tidbit uh we were talking before we went on the air last week for about an hour and in the midst of that conversation with Anita I very clearly heard a cat cat's meow and some scratching and Anita informed me um, actually she informed me on my very first visit to the home that she has no pets so there were no animals in the house however they have found animal bones specifically cat bones on the property and other people have claimed to have seen and heard a cat in her house well Very interestingly enough, and amazingly enough, I was taking some promo footage, um, still pictures, to promote her podcast episode. And she had her books lined up on her coffee table, and I took one, and I snapped another photo just a, a second later. And in the first photo, you just see the book as it normally appears. And in the second photo, you can very clearly see in almost a cloud-like formation, what looks like a cat right on the cover of her book. And that blew me away. And that, to me, solidified that she very, very much so has stuff going on in her household. And um, honestly, that was just a minor little um, example for you. I invite all of you to watch the Portal of Doom episode. You can find Anita Intenzo on social media and definitely buy a copy of her book because it is fascinating. Actually, she has three books, so check those out. And I am extremely excited to announce that my, well, I have to say, one of my favorite human beings on Earth Jennifer Runyon Corman from Ghostbusters will be returning and the lovely Miss Kathy Podwell from Dallas will be coming back in August because honestly, I just love those two women. They're always a pleasure to talk to and I am so excited and honored to have them back on the show. However, tonight I wanted to cover a topic that some people have asked about, and that is the presence of negative energy during films that are projecting that very energy. Now, I have done episodes before on hauntings on set, specifically Rosemary's Baby. Uh, We talked about The Exorcist. Anytime you portray... Um, the real-life encounters of people who've experienced the diabolical. 
you are very likely to experience energy on that set because what you're doing is bringing attention to that very energy and you're bringing attention to those stories. And quite frankly, the devil would much rather you not focus on the devil because that way the devil can do more, let's just say, can wreak havoc in your life more effectively if you don't believe and if you aren't praying and you aren't turning to a higher power to protect you. So very often on these film sets, when attention is brought, things start stirring up. Specifically tonight, I want to talk a little bit about some of the odd goings-on in one of my favorite horror movies, which is called The Omen. And ironically enough, The Omen, of course, is the story of the risen Antichrist. And, of course, with subject matter of that nature, you're going to get odd things happening on the set. Now, these are just some examples of what occurred during the filming of The Omen. There was a guy who was responsible for handling and training the baboons during a zoo scene in the original film. I don't want to give away too much for those of you who haven't seen it, but if you haven't seen the movie, you must. It's on my top, absolutely top five list of movies you must see. So, there was a scene where um, a young Damien was in the zoo and these baboons start acting crazy. Well, ironically enough, the very day after the baboon trainer filmed this scene, he was mauled to death by a tiger. What are the odds of something like that happening right after you participate in a film that is projecting the rise of the young Antichrist? There was also a scene in the movie where Rottweilers appear as sort of guardians of the graveyard, um, and they are trying to intimidate uh, two of the lead male characters. But what is strange is these Rottweilers were highly trained, never had any incident. On the very day that they were filming this scene, the trainer was almost unable to control these dogs at all, and they were so wild that they actually caused injuries to people on set, and somebody was bitten and scratched pretty badly, and that led many to think that these dogs were themselves possessed by some kind of force while filming this very scene. So, little food for thought on that one. There was also a strange story about Gregory Peck and the Dave's and the um, writer of the Omen, David Seltzer, up uh, making some um, let's just say travel arrangements, and they were both flying on separate airplanes on separate days. And guess what happened? Both planes were struck by lightning. Now these were separate flights, and both flights struck by lightning. How creepy and unsettling is that? And actually, Gregory Peck had an even scarier experience because he had canceled a flight on a plane, and that particular 
plane that he canceled on that particular day ended up crashing and killing everyone on board. And it gets even creepier because the plane that crashed actually landed on top of a car that was carrying the pilot's family members of that very plane that crashed. Again, ladies and gentlemen, what are the odds of such a disturbing incident happening? But one of the craziest, and I would say probably one of the most prime examples of something satanic and diabolical happening on that set had to do with one of the film's special effects workers. This man helped film and work on the scene of the... Well, I don't want to give away too much here, but there was a beheading in the movie, and it involved a beheading um, having to do with a car accident. And ironically enough, I mean, this is just terrible, but... um, the guy who participated in this scene and helped coordinate it and, you know, provided the special effects for it was later in a car accident where his own wife was beheaded in a very similar fashion. Now, if that isn't some solid example of what happens when you participate in a production and you are glorifying dark energy, um, that the dark energy itself can come forward and mess with your life, I mean, then I don't know what is. You really need to... Now, for those actors out there and those producers, I'm not saying don't go shoot some horror movies. I've done horror movies. I've written horror films. I've acted in them. But what I always took with me, no matter what I was doing was some spiritual protection. I've always had metals. I've had holy water. So what I'm saying to you is just arm yourself up if you're going to participate in a project that brings attention to that energy. I know it may sound trivial to some of you, but it is very important to just carry some spiritual protection with you. So If you do some deep dives into this podcast and scroll through some of the episodes I've done on certain films and the strange activity, I think you will find a direct correlation between delving into the satanic world and delving into specifically the devil and strange and negative occurrences that have happened as a result of that. So just be safe, um, armor up spiritually, and you will lead a very happy and productive life. But I want to uh, thank all of you for listening to this. This was just a mini episode because it was just based on some questions that I've gotten before about weird activity on film sets. So I hope you enjoyed this. But coming up very shortly, I have some exciting interviews coming your way. But until then, for Footsteps in the Attic, this is Brian Hobson. We'll see you next week.